Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and with me is my co-host, Travis McQueen. Today, we got uh, some personal development stuff we're going to dive into, basically. Um, Questions that I've been accumulating, kind of pushing off to the side. Um, We are, uh, is grammarizing a word? No, probably not. Uh, making the grammar better. <laughs> so taking a question and uh, a common question or a single question that I know is commonly asked and just making it sound a little bit smoother. So it's easier for Trav to read and it's easier for me to answer. Uh, but we're going to dive into some of those today so you get uh, a little bit of a combo this week. Not just fitness and nutrition, which the last episode was just straight training. A little bit of nutrition, I think, but a lot of training. Um, and today we're going to talk about life success business, entrepreneurship, uh, personal development in general. It actually doesn't matter if you own a business or not. These are things that just going to help you work on you. Oh, yeah. Um, and so with that being said, obviously this podcast is the Tailored Life Podcast and it is brought to you by Tailored Life Apparel. Head over to tailoredlifeapparel.co and sign up for the email list so you can get notified when we uh, do our next drop. Um, I just sent an email out as you guys are listening to this last week because um, we're getting ready to close out orders so we're like given like last remaining items um so people can grab some and uh man i just got done actually um so go subscribe there follow us on instagram at taylor left apparel but i got i just got done uh designing the um drawstring uh locks so or clamps or whatever you want to call them but basically like have you ever seen you wearing like a hoodie or or shorts and they have like a a metal lock that goes around the drawstrings essentially yep. that ties them together. Yeah. Why is this so funny? Because we talked about this two multiple episodes now, but yes. What did I talk about? The, the drawstring lock. What did I say? You're like, that? have you ever seen? Oh, okay. <laughs> we talked about it once. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I, mean, you, you I, ha- I have seen it now. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, uh, I know I didn't talk to you about this because this just happened. Totally. But, um, I got done with like the lasering process. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm not sitting there with a fucking machine lasering it myself. I'll be honest. It's not that tailored. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's not me ma- running the machine. Um, but p- putting the new TLRD logo, so like the the abbreviated one yeah, um, that you helped me with, like engraved into the metal. Sick. Yeah. And like most companies, when you see it, it's like plastic. Yeah. So uh, after you wash it a couple times, sometimes it breaks in the dryer because it gets hot and then the plastic will snap if it gets pinched in one of the, like, uh, it's not a blade, but you know those big, yeah. whatever those things are that shuffle the totally. clothes around. Um, I've had them break. Shelf. What's that? Shelf? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I've had them break in there when they're just like dinky little plastic ones. Um, or the worst, and we actually have uh, on the the hole where the drawstring comes out of, we're, we're designing it with uh, basically like a, it's like a plastic mesh clamp kind of thing. Mm. But th- this happened to two, I'm not going to name the brand because I really like the brand, but two of their sweatshirts now with me and it drove me nuts. You dry it, and then you take out your clothes from the dryer, and the drawstring's gone, mm. and it's in the dryer, and you're like, fuck. It's such a pain in the ass to try to, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I t- used to take a pencil, you yeah. know, and then... Yeah. Uh, but some of these don't even have, like... It, it's not, like, a, a grooved path. It's just all one big thing. So if you put it in, your your drawstring could be behind your head instead yeah. of over the top, Yeah. which means if you go to tighten it, it's just, like, choking you. Ridiculous. Dude, I just... Uh, side note, I just bought on Amazon... I had that happen in my sweatpants, mm-hmm. and so I I bought like a, a plastic stick that you you tie the drawstring in it, and it's then you designed can, for you that. Just push it through, yeah. Whoa, yeah. That's such a problem that people are making products for. Yeah, it. that's crazy. I mean, dude, that is that is Shark business one hundred and one. 
Find a problem, create a solution. Yeah. It's like the clipboard. The clipboard was invented by a uh, a school, uh, not choir, but um, band teacher. Mm. Needed something to clip his, oh no, the sticky note, sorry, the sticky note was. Gotcha. Uh, somebody made a really shitty adhesive. Like they were trying to make a super glue basically, yeah. and they made like, it was really bad. But it worked perfectly for this school music teacher because he could stick things on his uh, music notes, but he could take them off and it wouldn't rip the paper. And Boom. Now we have the sticky note. Yep. Crazy. Um, but yeah, so we I just got done doing all uh, the designs and engravings for that. Um, they're so sick. Sick. Yeah, very, very excited. Um, especially because like we just put like the whole idea behind, it's the same thing with our coaching, you know, like how do we make something like very tight knit, exclusive, premium, the best service you can get. Like that's the whole goal with Tailored Life Apparel as it grows is like how do we make products just better and better and better so all the other like the drawstring how do we make sure that that doesn't happen to people yeah you know okay these cool clamps how do we make them more durable how do we make them harder how do we make them like a material that's just not gonna fucking snap gotta find metal you know granted shit like that costs more money but it's gonna be way way cooler product um love it so i'm getting excited man um but go check all that out uh, today we're going to dive into some questions, some uh, personal development stuff. So let's get into it. Awesome. Let's start off with the first one. It says, "What do you suggest someone starts with when making journaling a daily habit?" I think that it definitely depends on where you start. First and foremost, like I recommend anybody who, and when I say that, I mean like where you start, as in like what's your experience writing? Because I'm sure if a journalist was like, you know what, I'm going to start daily journaling, he probably could do a lot better than somebody who is just like a trainer or somebody else that doesn't, you know, what do you write? You open this journal and you're just sitting there and it's just blank and you're like, fuck, what do I do now? So I have a few pieces of advice. Um, number one, if you're very new to writing and you struggle with what I just said, if you struggle with opening up your journal, looking at it and not knowing what the fuck to write about, then buy a prompted journal, like go buy the gratitude journal. The five-minute gratitude journal. Um, or maybe, it, I think it's called five-minute gratitude journal. Or maybe it's just five-minute journal. Something like that. Um, it takes you, quote-unquote, five minutes, right? It's very quick, easy. What are you grateful for? A couple other things. Boom, you're done. Um, and just go search. Like, I usually, like, every once in a while, I'll get, like, a new journal because I want to find something. And I just got a new one, and it's called... Um, Full Focus? Full Focus Planner, yes. And uh, it's very good from a business perspective, not from a daily journal perspective, if I'm being completely honest. There's no, like, gratitude section. There's no, like, wins. It's, it's basically, like, what are you getting done today? List of, like, m like minor tasks. And at the end of the week, it's, like, review the week, project the next week, quarterly goals, yearly goals. Like, for that shit, it's really cool. But because there's a blank page, I actually sit there and go, right, gratitude, one, two, three. Like, uh, today would be excellent if dot, 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 and then I finish the sentence. So, like, because I've used those from other journals, I can just free write it. Um, but it's easy to just literally Google search. And this is what I did. Top men's journals. And I just looked up the top journals for men, male entrepreneurs, basically. Yeah. Like, I think I said male, uh, top men's entrepreneur journals, look up anything and you'll find it like best journals for moms. See what comes up. Yeah. You know, there's like niches for everything. Yeah. Um, you can type in, uh, if you're, if you're religious or you're not religious, you can type either one of those and it will give you. The like Christian daily journal. It'll give you like the non-religious daily journal. I don't know, whatever it is. But like, uh, for example, the monk manual is one that I had. Um, and it does have an element of 
God being influenced and stuff. So if you're into that stuff, that's a great one. I really like that journal. Um, the self journal is not that way, but it is also extremely good at breaking down like the business side and the personal side. So there's a lot of different ones. Um, for our clients out there, we give them a journal. So I created a custom one that I think has the best prompts that I would recommend. Um, and, and I'll kind of get dive into those in a sec. So our, our clients get those automatically when they sign up. We're thinking about making those available for like purchase and stuff soon. So just stay tuned. And we're working on some tailored life podcast stuff. And that might be something in the future. Uh, but for the most part, I think anybody who's just getting started, you should mainly just focus on buying one that already has prompts. Now, if you don't want to go that route and you are brand new to journaling and you want to figure out a way to start journaling on a daily basis, but you have to kind of freehand it. What I would do is break down the top three tasks that you need to complete today, the three most important things you need to get done today. Then I would write down your top three gratitude, things you're grateful for. Um, it could be five. It could be six. It could be whatever. Three is an easy number for everybody to do. Uh, it pushes you enough to really think, but it's not so overly complex. Same thing with your big tasks. If you do your top 10 there's a very likelihood that you're not going to finish all 10 things today. And now you're going to feel like a failure. Even if you got nine things done, you didn't do one of them. Yeah. Now you feel like a failure. So top three things that you need to get done today. If you're not a business owner or somebody who works, or if you're a stay at home mom or anything, write the top three things you need to do for, for your kids, for your family, for your life, for your fitness, anything. Top three things, three things you're grateful for. And then finish the sentence. Today would be great if, or if you want to take another step, today would be great if I, what are you going to do? Put the responsibility on yourself. And when you finish that statement, it projects and kind of sets the tone for what the day is going to be. You're determining what you're going to do to make the day great. Today would be great if I was very productive and accomplished my top three things by noon. Today would be great if I had a great positive day with my daughter. Now you're going to go into it with positivity and good energy and just trying to be really nice, really kind, overly positive, and just bring off that energy. So in general, again, top three tasks for the day, top three things you're grateful for today in that moment. And if those repeat every single day, that is fine. Write down the three things you're grateful for and then finish the sentence. Today would be great if you do those three things every day. That's an easy way to journal and it will, I promise you, it'll set up your day for success. I do that and then a little bit extra, but they're the common things you'll see in almost all journals. Like any journal you buy that has a prompt, there is going to be a like, Number one key for the day, top three most important things, five tasks to accomplish, like usually not more than five. And most of the time in my experience, it'll be one, three, or five. And then if it's one or three, it'll have another list of like miscellaneous to-dos. So for mine, it's like top three big tasks. And then it's like miscellaneous to-do list. And there's like 20 lines. I don't have to fill them all out. But it's like easy reminders. You know, like I had to call the bank today about something. That's not my top three tasks for the day. There was something annoying on my mobile banking. It's kind of driving me crazy. I just wanted to get it fixed. So I put it on the list. I called them real quick, got it done, check it off. But if I didn't, I'm not going to feel like a failure today, yeah. right? So you have this miscellaneous list, text this person this, introduce this person to whoever, like little things like that, that just kind of nudge you to do it. Um, and then I have my gratitude, which again, usually it's in between three to five things. Three is easier in my opinion. Um, and I, I try to avoid writing the same thing every day. But I would probably guess that like twice a week, it's the same thing. If not once every, like every week, one time it's going to be the same thing. You know, like every week I'm going to write something I'm grateful for with Shannon. Every week I'm going to write something I'm grateful for about my life. Um, but the reason we do this, and this is why it's in every single gratitude journal is because gratitude is fuel. When you are grateful, you are more motivated. 
Because gratitude is one of the most fulfilling rewards we can get from being successful. It is literally the fruits of your labor, if you really think about it. So if I say that I'm grateful for my wife and daughter, well, why am I grateful for them? How did I end up with them? Like, what, like, what am I doing here, right? I'm successful in life, family, marriage, because I have them. And now I'm going to go into that relationship for the day with a positive mindset. I'm going to, I'm going to display more kindness, so on and so forth. It just kind of sets you up for that. And then anything else you're uh, grateful for is almost either a, a direct reflection of like, you're lucky or blessed by something like, because great people are in your life or whatever it may be, or you hustled your ass off to get it. So if I write like, I'm grateful for, and I do this all the time, I'm grateful for my job, my career, my business, this team, the work I do, like this whole thing in a nutshell, I did that. You know, I put myself in that position to, to build this and create this. And if I constantly talk about how grateful I am for it, it reminds me of how hard I work to get it. And that makes sure I'm going to keep working harder to make it better. Right. So I think that gratitude can be your motivation to accomplish more, because if you're grateful and you want to experience more gratitude, well, guess what? You're going to be a kinder person. You're going to have more energy. You're going to work harder and hustle harder to get more and be around better people. Plain and simple. Um, so rotating through those things constantly just kind of sets you up for a positive mindset. And, and in my opinion, a, a harder work ethic, you know, um, and you do that every single day. And again, some of them, like I repeat that last one quite a bit because I like, it's like a reminder going into work, you know, like I'm grateful for all of this. And it just reminds me right before I go into work, before I get on a team call before anything. Um, the other stuff I try to get very specific with, like, I don't just say I'm grateful for Shannon. It's like, I'm grateful that Shannon does blank or the way Shannon blank. And then it usually that nudges me. And for guys listening, this is a good tip nudges me to say that specific thing to her later on. Like whether I'm like, Hey, I was writing in my journal this morning and I thought of you, blah, blah, blah. Or it's like, Hey, I'm really grateful for you doing blank. You know, if I just say I'm grateful for you, that's one thing and that's good. But at a certain point, step it up. Yeah. At, well, and at a certain point, like if you play this game, like at a certain point, you're, they know you're checking off the box. Yeah. You know, like I got to a point with that when I started really like showing my appreciation for family members, stuff like that. They know you're like, okay, you checked your box of the day, Cody. So now I got to be like, okay, like I was thinking about this specific thing, you know, and blah, 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 blah. And it really helps them see like, oh, wow, you really were thinking yeah. about me. Yeah. Um, I would, I would say that to you, like if somebody got in that cycle of like, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for, you know, like, but they do it for a month, you know, yeah. just repeat it every, what, what would you say? Like, I, I mean, I think you've answered it with like dive deeper, think yeah. of the specifics, but I would say first and foremost, I would actually tell, I would advise that person to tell the people they're saying it to that they're doing it for themselves, not for them. And what I mean by that is like, if I, if I come in here and I say, bro, I'm grateful for you. Like after a week, I'm going to be like, just so you know, like I'm doing this for me just as much as you. And the reason is because when I'm grateful, I'm going to be a better leader to you. I'm going to be a better friend to you. I'm going to be like for Shannon, I'm going to be a better husband for like I'm a better dad. You know what I mean? Because I understand too that it gets monotonous after a while. If I yeah. just keep saying, Hey bro, I'm grateful for you. Hey bro, I'm yeah. grateful for you. Like at a certain point you go, I know man, like, yeah. like you appreciate it. It's not like you're like, shut the fuck up. I don't care. Yeah. But like at the same, it, it loses its meaning. Yeah. You know, if I come in and I'm like, bro, like the way you did blank yesterday, dude, I'm so appreciative that you do blank, blank, blank. Like, that is on another level, totally. and I think people should step it up. Yep. But a lot of what gratitude journals are and all that is for yourself. Because if I remind myself that I'm grateful for you or for my wife or for my team or for my clients or anything, I'm going to show up in those interactions completely different, way more positive, way more enthusiastic, and way more appreciative for what that is. I think that's the big benefit. Totally.
So when I when I realized that, and I was like, okay, this is more from, and and also it does this. If you do that to people and they don't reciprocate it, which is fine, like you don't get upset. Because if I'm like, yo, like, and uh, for anybody listening whose parents are not into texting, this is like a prime example. I'd be like, Dad, like, thank you for blah 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 blah. Like I like you know I'd send him a really nice thoughtful text and I'd get like a thumbs up emoji. You know, or like Shannon's dad, even like he'll do something for us. And I like really want to thank him and I'll send him a nice text and nothing like overly crazy because he's my father-in-law. But I'm just like, hey, I really appreciate you. Thank you for always being here. And he'll send me like an eagle. And I'm like, the fuck is that? Like an eagle and explosion. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's so random. I always give him shit about it too because I'm like, you are like the random emoji guy. Um, the sunglasses one's always funny. It's like, cool guy. Yeah. But, uh that where is where like you can't get offended by that because like I'm not doing it for them. I'm yeah. doing it to like sh- like it, it makes you acknowledge and appreciate the things that people are doing for you and things that are happening in your life just more and it just changes your aura. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing too that people people don't talk about very much with gratitude that you can do as well is talk about yourself. Like people always think like gratitude journal is like I got to appreciate everything and everybody around me, which is true, but it doesn't mean you can't appreciate yourself. So what if you were like, and I do this, I'm grateful for my grit and my hustle and my ambition to work hard and keep striving for more. What is that doing? That is literally reminding me that I'm a hustler. It's reminding me that I do have grit. It's building confidence that I do have ambition and that I will, will accomplish more because I'm claiming, I'm, I'm, I'm like yeah. establishing, I am grateful for the fact that I am ambitious and am going to accomplish more. Like you will become that version of yourself more often if you constantly become grateful for it and talk about it, you know? So, um, and it, it diminishes self doubt because yeah. you're talking, you're talking up the opposite. It's like talking side. to the mirror, man. hundred percent. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Except you don't have to stare in the mirror and look at yourself. Which yeah. is, it's way less awkward, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's super, super helpful. So you can shift it to be that way as well. And Love I think it. that would help. So the biggest things, again, gratitude journal, <clears throat> three things, top three tasks. You can have a to-do list if you want. And then the big one is, is today will be great if I blank. Um, you can also just simplify that and say, I am blank. I will blank. And that's just like general affirmations. That's what ours has in our, uh, tailored life journal, like for clients. And it's much more simplified. Um, today will be great if really just puts you in the moment. And that's why I've been liking that one lately. Um, and yeah, and then you can kind of rank yourself at the end of the day, yeah. you know, maybe you didn't accomplish all your things today, but did you, did you do what you said you would in that line? Then it's a successful day. Boom. Cool. All right. Let's move on to the next question. We got one coming from nobody. It says, how do you stay motivated and consistent with moving forward towards your own goals? I think that, I mean, number one, I throw in the whole last question with that, right? Like doing things like that. So if it's gratitude journal, if it's writing your three biggest tasks, if it's, um, like meditating, getting enough sleep, like whatever the things that you, I think one of the pieces of journaling that really has to be free journaling, like you can't, you can't buy anything that's going to do this for you because it's different for everybody is just reflection. So like, I think it's really important. And as we're recording this, it is Friday the 6th, which is the first Friday of the new year. And one thing I am absolutely going to be doing tonight and this weekend is reflecting on the first week. I'm going to be looking at you're looking at it like it's not. No, as we're recording, yep. Yeah, that's yep. what I said, yeah. Totally. Um, so this weekend, I'm going to be 
looking at this first week. I'm going to be thinking about like, okay, like we've made some shifts. I've been like kind of planning out some things that are going to start coming to fruition. We have a team meeting today. We're going to be flying out to Austin. Um, as we're recording this, we do. Yep. Um, we're going to be flying out to Austin in less than a month, which is crazy to meet the team and hang out. So I'm like thinking about all these things that are really just projecting for the whole year. So I'm going to sit down with my journal and I'm going to reflect on that. Right. And I think that's a really important key. And when you do that, it really does set you up for a continued motivation. It helps you stay consistent. Cause now I'm going to sit down and go, okay, how did this week go? How are these changes that we're making going? How is the systems for this? Like, what am I projecting for the new year? Like, what do I want to give my team this year? Like writing those things out and getting amped up about them and also looking at my daily habits. How is my journal affecting me in my day? Let's switch that up. How is my sleep right now? Like, is that impacting? I've been intentionally sleeping more lately. I've been setting my alarm a little bit later and it has helped tremendously. Once we started the powerlifting journey, I was like, I I need more sleep because I'm fucked up. (laughs) But uh, from like a soreness perspective. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting seven hours. Like I have to get that seven hours. And almost every night, like some nights, maybe six and a half, but like damn near every night, seven hours, which is really good for me. Usually it's like five to six, which is horrible. How has that affected me? And like, what I'm doing is reflecting and recognizing what is allowing me to perform at my best. But if I don't recognize it, then I can't continue doing it. You know what I mean? So I want to rank essentially how is how are these things working? If something's not working well, I got to swap it before it becomes mundane or before it's too late. Like do like basically take action, test it out, reflect, rank it, and then either toss it and replace it or keep going, you there know? You go. But Look at everything, not just your journaling. Look at everything you do and just figure out how you can set up your perfect system. And that is just going to keep you in that flow state of, of staying motivated and staying consistent. Because at the end of the day, like I talk about this too often at this point, but it, it's for a reason. Motivation is going to come and go. If you don't have like a few things here, you're going to, and I'll explain what those are, you are going to drop off with motivation. Because there's some mornings you wake up and you're just like, man, I just... I, I feel like hitting snooze. I feel like sleeping in. I don't want to do the work. The first thing that you need is discipline. Like we talk about this all the time. It's why we're doing the challenge, right? Um, if you haven't been keeping up with that, go check those reels out. They're getting funnier and funnier um, as we go. Uh, but those reels, that is me intentionally doing something that is going to create self-discipline because every single weekday, Monday through Friday, I take Saturday, Sundays off training. Monday through Friday, I finish my training session and I have to pull something out of the cup. And two things here. One, I'm trying really hard to not think much about it throughout the session because I don't want to baby my session knowing I have to do a finisher. Because if I was like, I'm going to save my energy, then I'm just going to fuck up my session and it's going to be easier to do the finisher and I don't want it to be easier. So yesterday I did 315 pound pin squats for reps, tons of sets, heavy sumo deadlifts working up to a three rep max. Like it was a heavy day. And then I pulled that stupid fucking assault bike again for the second day in a row. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. It was painful, not like in a physically, like I'm hurt the next day way, but in the moment, very painful, right? My quads burned. My lungs were pumping. I felt like a chain smoker by the end of it, but I did it. And then I laid down, took a few breaths. I'm like, boom, check the box. Fuck yeah. yeah. You know, you feel good, but that is, that's an active discipline. Discipline is built by doing things you don't want to do. That's all it is. So you got to do something, whether it's a cold shower, whether it's a fucking sprint up a hill, like you could literally have a, uh, you could, this is a great one. Find an accountability buddy for a self-discipline and agree that you guys are both going to set a random reminder during the day. And maybe you guys can agree on times. Cause if you have work meetings, that's gotta be avoid those times. But you're going to, uh, or maybe you pull it out of the hat or whatever, but like 
20 burpees straight. And, like, imagine, like, you're in the middle of your day. It's, like, 2 p.m. Your friend texts you and he says, 20 burpees, motherfucker. You got to set up your camera, film it, and do it right then. Like, as soon as you see the text. And you got to turn your red receipts on so they know and you see it. But, like, that would be the perfect thing to create. Like, 20 burpees. It's not that crazy, right? It'll get over in 10, 20 seconds. But they suck. You don't want to do it, especially if you're, like, in your work suit and shit, you know. Or it's, like, you just sit down in bed at 9 p.m. to watch Netflix and get a text. Like, it would blow. But you would do it, and after doing it, you would have more discipline. And it just makes the little things so much easier to do that you don't want to do. So build discipline because that's going to keep you motivated because discipline is the fuel you use when you don't have motivation, which is more often than you would expect. Um, The next thing is you have to have a North Star. So, like, for me, I have a North Star. I know the long-term things I want for myself, my family, this company, and all the individuals inside of it. And because of that, I have this, like, burning and this is something actually we'll all be diving into at the the team event which i'm excited for is our mission you know like we all generally know our mission but like getting hyper focused on your mission is a completely different thing so knowing what your mission is and that north star is of where you want to end up your mission takes you there but like how am i creating that change and how long do i have to create it like get specific what are the like top one to three things that you must do and when are you going to get them done and then what happens after that? I mean, I, I literally have it mapped out to the point where obviously I know what I want for TCM. I know what I want for TLA and territory and all stuff. But I have a plan for like what I call the tailored empire. Like, okay, in 15 fucking years when those things are wildly successful and they've been successful, then what? I have a plan. I have like a grand idea for when I'm 10 to 15 years down the road from now of what I will at that point, have the experience to operate, run, build, create. But until I'm at that place 10 to 15 years from now, I won't have what it takes to create that because I won't have had the experiences that I'm going to gain over the next decade. And that's like, that sounds crazy. But if you think about it, like if I'm going to be creating something bigger and bigger with these companies over the next decade, it's going to give me a certain set of skills, knowledge, and experience, which will allow me to do something on a completely different level. And that's the plan, right? So because I have that North star and it gives me a timeline and it gives me very specifics and I have these North stars for everybody on the team. Now I have this, this really powerful mission. So when I wake up and I don't want to wake up, I don't want to like, like wake up to my alarm. I mean, like I always want to wake up, but I want, I want to hit snooze. I don't want to do the work, whatever. I can just think about that. But if you don't have a clear picture of that, like just branded into your brain, you're going to struggle on some of those days because that, mission and the people that it's going to impact are so much more important than me bitching and complaining about waking up and doing the work. Or if it's Saturday or Sunday and I still got shit to do, suck it up. Get it done. Because that shit and these people are way more important than me being fucking lazy and feeling like hanging out. Plain and simple. But you have to create that that overall mission. And it can be in any regard, right? Like it can be very big, could be very small, could be personal, spiritual, physical, relationships. It could be anything. But like you got to have that North Star. So you have the discipline aspect and then you have the North Star aspect. Um, and then I think a part of it, honestly, is, is your environment, I would say. I think your environment is very, very impactful to your, uh, to your, to your motivation levels and your ability to, to execute and take actions. So... I believe that, and this is what, like, I'm actually so appreciative of Shannon being so good with decor and, like, building shit and all that stuff because, like, 
she makes the house feel a certain way that like it makes me excited to sit down, excited to be in my office, excited to drink coffee because everything is like she's so into it that it looks and feels like it gives me this, I don't know, it gives me this positive energy, right? What you listen to is part of your environment. What you watch is part of your environment. Who you surround yourself with is part of your environment. Where you live is part of your environment. Some of which you can't control completely, you know. Um, But like all of these things, where you go train, where you go eat, what you eat in, like everything, what you drive, what you wear. It's part of the reason why like the the TLA aspect, like we have like, I think we have like six trademarks being processed right now for all these different things that we're like trying to make sure we brand like, which right now, because they're pending, like I can say them and nobody can steal them because they're already pending for us. It's just like the process of like, we already paid for them and everything. But like, that's where uh, feel inspired to succeed came from fits because like, I want to get fitted every single day. I want to feel inspired to succeed. That's my fits. And I might be going to the gym to work by myself while you're out of town and we're not filming anything. Nobody is going to see me. I'm still going to look good. Because what I wear makes me feel a certain way. What I drive makes me feel a certain way. It's why I like, I mean, the weather has stopped me, but I will personally detail the shit out of my car every, like, it was like every month and then it got freezing. And I don't like paying people for it too much, but that's a big deal. Like, I had to, like, set it up with Bubba in there because once his dog hair was floating around, I was like, I don't feel good in my car when there's dog hair on my fucking dashboard. Yeah. You know? So I had to get a cage. I had to fit it perfectly. I had to clean it. And, like, now I feel better, you know? And it's overdue. Like, I got to clean it again. But, like, that is part of your environment. So, I think, uh, and that's, like, I think when people say, like, you got to make your bed every day. I think that's kind of what it is, you know. Like, make your bed, fold your clothes, like, make sure you look good. I I think your environment as a whole, what you listen to, what you watch, who you surround yourself with, what you eat, where you're at, where you work, that plays a massive role. So, it's, like, it's discipline. It's your your big mission in in North Star. And then it's your environment. And if those three, three things are on point, you will forever be consistent because I don't think the question is how do I stay motivated? I think it's, it's how do I keep consistent and stay pushing forward when I'm not motivated? Yeah. Because there's going to be times when you're motivated, none of that shit matters. You can have a shitty environment in like hits news, wake up in a rush, but if you're fired up that day, you're going to crush it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. All right, cool. We'll move on to the next one. It is, it says, what are your thoughts on the 5 a.m. club? And the idea of having to just grind it out at first without having balance in your life to be successful. I think... Uh, so, give a little context. Yeah. yeah. 5 a.m. club is, like, a very popular, like, hashtag. And, like, for a while, like... I mean, shit, I bought into it. Like, for a while, I think it was, like, just this, like... I don't know, like, element of... And, look, like, Jocko still... If anybody follows him on Instagram, they know, like, he literally... Po- like, his post on Instagram, his whole feed was just a picture of his watch. Because it showed the time he woke up. And it, like, not, like, dope content. <laughs> I mean, the motherfucker's got a huge following. And he does a lot of cool stuff. I love his books. love his podcast. But I would say, like, 4.30 a.m. And he was like, I'm up before you. Like, that's what it was. And I think the 5 a.m. club kind of turned into that. It was just kind of like, I get up earlier than you, which makes me successful. But there's a lot of people who wake up at 5 a.m. And they're so fucking tired that they don't do shit for three hours. So, yeah what good is that? Cause I'll get a little more sleep and I'll grind out way more than you. Um, I also think that there's some people who can get away with less sleep. So I'm one of those people for sure, because me getting, you know, if I was to wake up at, uh, 5am, I would still probably get six hours. Um, and some days I do like this morning, my alarm went off at five fifteen. 
right? Every day this week, it's gone off at six. If I wait, if my alarm goes off at six, I'm getting seven hours. So if it goes off at five, I'm getting six hours. If I fall asleep at it by 11, which usually we try to, um, but there's some days like today, I just knew I had a lot on my plate and it's the last day of the week. So I got to get it done. So I literally was like, well, I'm gonna lose a little bit of sleep. Not a big deal. So sometimes it's necessary. Um, but, and I do think some people can get away with less sleep. I think once you go below like six hours too, too long, it starts fucking with you. Yeah. When I would get like five, five and a half hours, multiple days in a row, I would start getting really like just, I wouldn't be as productive. The training element is the hard part for me. I can't be super productive at work and train my balls off if I'm getting five hours of sleep, for lack of better terms. Um, but with seven hours of sleep, I feel like I can. Like, I can train really hard, and I need to with the powerlifting goal, right? So, yeah. but I don't regret it. But again, like, I think that the 5 a.m. club became this idea of, like, I'm just going to get up and grind it out. But a lot of people don't have direction. If you if you truly systemize your day and you have time blocks and you're disciplined, which is the biggest thing, because you can create time blocks and organization in your day and structure – but if you're not willing to take your phone, leave it on do not disturb, and then put it in your desk when you got to get shit done, it doesn't matter how much, like, how many time blocks you have. You're going to get distracted by Instagram. The amount of times I'm like, I got to go to Instagram to look at a DM from a client or from one of the team members or something I shared to see if I, I needed some info or pull up my phone to get a text message from somebody that they sent me. And then I ended up answering another text or scrolling through Instagram, doing a bunch of stuff. And then I put my phone down and I'm like the fuck was I doing? Yeah. Oh shit. And then I forget. Or it's 30 minutes later. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't even check the thing I was trying to check. So like, that's where you got to like systemize it to a point where this is even why we structured it with, uh, like at a certain point for my clients, I was like, Hey, this is, this is my only communication stream. You know, there's some clients that travel for work, like doing the TV stuff and everything. Like I, we have to work around it. But if I can make sure that most people, like 95% of my clients are tr communicating through one single avenue, I will be so much uh, of a better coach because I'll be way more productive. And I'm not going, oh, I think they sent me that on Facebook Messenger. And then I'd go to Facebook Messenger. And next thing I know, I'm scrolling for a while, forgetting who I was even trying to find information about, right? Or some is text, some is email, some is on uh, Instagram and blah, blah, blah. It's like, nope this channel because this is so much easier for me to just stay focused. Right. Um, but at least for like when we're talking coaching, you know, um, but it, it boils down to like just having that structure and that discipline to actually stick to the structure, stick to the time blocks. It's like, okay, like we're podcasting from this time to this time. And when it hits this time, turn it off, I'm done. I'm on to the next thing. You know, like I have a call, I have this, like we have to be aligned like that. Otherwise you're just going to be just kind of like, it's almost like a, why we tell people not to, yeah, and we tell people not to snack because yeah. you're grazing. Well, if you're just kind of grazing throughout the day, who knows how many fucking calories you get? Yeah, right. If you're grazing through your day trying to get shit done, who knows what you're actually going to get done? You might get to the end of the day and we're like, okay, so what did you accomplish today? And you're like, fuck, uh, a few random things. Yeah, no, get a journal, write your three fucking most important tasks, and then your miscellaneous ones. Get them done. You can show me. You can show me what time they happened, what you got done. Like, you should do a time audit if you've never done this. If you're contemplating the five a.m. club and you've never had like a serious checklist of shit to do. Do a time audit. Like we've done this both and oh, we've yeah. talked about it many times on the podcast. But like you have a like if you if you start your day at six, literally write out six, six thirty, seven, seven thirty, eight, eight thirty, like every thirty minutes. And if something takes two hours, cool. Like you can write like a big like prency over the, the two hour block and just write it over it. But have all those laid out and you can literally do that for a week and then look at your week and go, Holy shit. What did I get <laughs> done? You know? And did you maximize your time? And be honest with yourself. Cause sometimes like 
what I did is I would write down all my important things, but I would see these gaps in between. And I would really have to sit there and go, okay, what was I doing yesterday between those gaps? Scrolling. Eating. Eating. Texting. Even now I'm like, okay, what can I get done while I'm eating? If there's like a Loom video I have to watch, if there's something I can study, whatever, push play, watch. Meeting. I can't email. I can't talk. I can't do that stuff while I'm eating, but I can do something while I'm eating. Be productive. So if you wake up at five and you get no sleep, you're not going to be productive. And you might have, like it, the way I look at it, you might actually have more time to kind of graze through your day. But why the fuck would you want to do that? Yeah. Get a couple extra hours of sleep and be super focused on knocking shit out, you know, like one thing after another. Um, and tell the people you're closest with that this is how you operate because I had to be very clear with, like. <laughs> That's why I'm smirking to you. I'm like, Dude, you're kind of a nutcase, but <laughs> it's very productive, bro. Yeah. And I admire it, but. And it's inspiring. But yeah. I'm like, if I don't. like, Jesus Christ, Cody. Yeah, if I don't text you back, it is not because yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. And if, I, I literally have told, uh, like, obviously I don't do this really anymore um, much at all, honestly, intentionally because I'm focused on the team and everything, but, like, mentoring and stuff. Yeah. Which they have my number, and I would say, if I don't text you back within 24 hours, poke me, bug me. Like, you're not offending me. You're not pissing me off. I probably looked at it while driving, was like, yep, I'm going to answer that when I get back. And I didn't. But now iPhone has that mark unread feature. Have you seen that? Mm -mm. Love it, dude. On the new iOS, you can swipe and like mark unread for text messages. Wow. I've been way more on point with texting people back. Wow. Still takes me a little bit, but I can read something and go, yep, I'm going to get back to that. Oh, gotcha. Super helpful. Yeah. It's like email. Yes. I was super pumped about that. That's awesome. Um, Same thing with Instagram too, but um, (laughs) it helps. So anyway, like, I am kind of crazy with it, but I think that there, there's levels to it too. I think that you, depending on where you're at in your life, you either have to commit to being that way or you, or it's just unnecessary. Yep. Like if, I think if somebody who wasn't running a company and trying to start multiple companies and stuff like that was acting my way, I'd be like, bro, calm down. Yeah. Like, and honestly. But you can take portions of it. hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm saying like, I think too, like, and obviously like having a kid adds that too. But I'm sure, like, when you have friends and you, you are this way at first, they're like, bro, chill the fuck out. And then eventually they go, oh, no, shit, I get it, you know? Or, yeah, I don't know about I get it, but that's him. They don't have to understand it. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, and, and I say this with, like, female clients all the time, I don't understand it, but I get it. Like, I get, because, like, there's certain things that a female will go through that a male will never go through. Yeah. And when you're coaching them on fat loss and then we're talking hormones, things like that, there's plenty of times where I have to be like, I under I get it because I work with other clients because I have a wife because I see the, what you're going through I don't understand it because I've never been through it and I never will, but I feel you like I get it and it does help like like bridge that gap you know, but I think in in our case like talking about like friends stuff like that of course, they they can respect it yeah yeah and that's all I care about but I think uh, the five a.m. club going back to the actual question <laughs> I think in many cases it's unnecessary. Um, I think that you shouldn't be losing sleep if it's going to interfere with your productivity, you know. Um, However, what I will say is if you're not going to wake up at 5, you should probably work past 5 p.m. in the beginning. Because I'll be the first to admit, the first two to three years of the company, like, I didn't have balance. I wasn't working a normal set of hours. I was working seven days a week, you know. Saturday, I didn't work as much. But you bet your ass I was still up at 5.36 a.m. trying to get as much done before my wife got up. Yeah. Because I'm like, 
got to be done. Yeah. And I think when you put yourself in that position, you're motivated to do it and it's fine. Like I don't regret it, but I have way more balance in my life now. And I know that like I share what I do day to day as much as I can, as much as I remember on my story and stuff. And I don't want people to see that and be like, see, he has balance. Like that works. And it's like, no, like I didn't. Gary V didn't probably still doesn't. Honestly, that guy's a maniac. Andy Frisella didn't probably still doesn't to an extent. And he admits that every really successful entrepreneur who does it at a high level admits that they don't have true balance. Like it's not evenly spread. Like you go on trips and travel and do shit way more than I do. Yeah. I, I, cause I just don't like, I have a daughter and I run a company. Like I, I just can't do that. I'm getting stressed about how many we have this year. <laughs> no, I anxiety. hear you. Just a different position. It's a different position. Yeah. And I think that obviously like when you have kids, like it'll lower. It Absolutely. just has to. Yeah. But, and that's why it's like milk it while you can, you know? But at the same time, I think that like you, you kind of have to accept like those grinding stages in the beginning, you know? And it's not even always to an entrepreneur or the business head because you did it too. Like there was a point where you had a stable job at a huge company and we were like, dude, like let's make this your full-time thing. There's going to be a period of time where you're grinding because we got to make that position. Yeah. So you grinded. There wasn't like a nine to five Monday through Friday. It was like uh, work as much as we can and get shit done Sunday to Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's what has to happen until we became into a position where we can go, okay, cool. Now we can be a nine to five. Yeah. Um, which even for myself, which is very ironic because I think people try to be entrepreneurs in order to accomplish a nine to five. But most of the time you become an entrepreneur and there is no nine to five. It's just your mind's thinking about it 24 seven and you're working most days and you might go to the office from nine to five, but you're working at home. Yeah. Even I am to this day, but this is the first time in my life that I've had what resembles a nine to five. Yeah. Like I get here at about between eight and nine and I leave here by five. Yeah. I'm told, I, I mean, I do the same thing with TCM. I, I think about it seven days a week. Yeah. It's just like, it's just because we're so small and we're, we're, we got such big goals. It's like, if you're not thinking about it, you're not in yeah. like, it's just like hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, especially in our positions, it's so much creative Yeah, that like there's just so many different things you can do. Totally. So it's how many different ways can I do this? How many different ways can I sell this? How many different ways can I market this? How many different ways can I teach this? Yeah. How many different ways can I edit this? Yeah. How many different platforms can we put this on? You know, it's just like you just keep thinking. And then you see something in public or on Instagram or anything, you're like, oh, dude, we could do that this way. And then you're sending it to me and I'm sending it to you. It's like yep. it really doesn't stop. Um, so I don't think... 5 a.m. is necessary for everybody. For some people, it is. I think getting up early is necessary for damn near anybody who wants to be successful. And I don't think that's cliche. I think it, I think most people who are successful go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. And there's a reason for it. Less people are awake in the morning, which means you can have more deep, productive time. And I think there's research to prove that your your brain is more productive early in the morning. And assuming you got enough sleep. And it makes sense. If you take that time and it's quiet, it makes sense to utilize that time to work more and just get to bed earlier. But if you stay up super late, you can't wake up super early. Um, And the last thing I will say is that I do think it is necessary to grind your ass off a bit in the beginning. I don't think any, there is not any successful person who doesn't say, again, business owner or not, there's nobody who is successful who says, it came easy. I didn't really have to grind. I had a lot of balance all time. Like I had a lot of time off in the beginning. It's like, nobody ever says that. Yeah. Every single person says, yeah, it was a grind, man. I don't regret it, but I had to push, you know? And, like, that is what leads to success. It's it's that eat dirt, grind in the beginning, five, ten years down the road, like, 
it'll be something big. Totally. You know? I remember <clears throat> when I was in my condo in Seattle when I was working full-time and working for you, <laughs> I just was so, like, wanting to edit so bad that I was, like, editing till 3, 4 in the morning. And I would send you these edits. You're like, okay, first of all, it's inappropriate, and I'm sleeping. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> yeah, literally. And you're, you're definitely more of a night owl than I yeah. am. But at the same time, it's like you were – Doing it in the time that you had. Think exactly. You know? Exactly. And I, I, I think the only downside about that is it makes you despise your other job. Not despise isn't the right yeah, word. Yeah. But like not like it. You're not like, now I'm excited to go to sleep and wake up early to go to work. Yeah. You're like, fuck. I wish I could just edit. Totally. <laughs> and sleep and edit. Like, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the 5 a.m. club is necessary, but you definitely got to wake up and you're definitely going to have to grind. Balance is not a thing in the beginning. And uh Anybody successful will tell you that balance from a time perspective will never be possible. And it's the it's the thing that most people don't want to admit or hear, and they're constantly searching for the answer of being able to do it, but it just doesn't happen. I mean, the reality is this, like even in any area, if you're going to be, like if I was like, you know what, I'm going to be the most shredded version of myself constantly, I would train way more. I would eat way more restrictive than I do right now. I wouldn't have balance. I would be all in on that category. If I want to build the biggest business ever, not ever, if I want to build my big, biggest business of, or the biggest version of this business and multiple businesses or build my greatest success, I'm going to be all in on that. Most of my time will be spent there. Shannon is a stay-at-home mom and she kills it. Most of her time is spent being a mother. So she has to admit that she's not going to be able to do certain things because she is committing to being the best mom possible. Yeah. She's successful in that endeavor. I'm not the most, uh, I don't want to say present because when I'm home I am, but like I don't spend the most, I know guys that spend more time, my brother's a stay-at-home dad, (laughs) you know, like I know guys that spend way more time with their kids. I don't because this is the thing that I am building to the, the, its biggest point. So I think from a time perspective, one of the keys to success is just making, just make sure you, you are aware and you, you accept that you're not going to be able to have balance across all the, all the things in life. You just can't. It's impossible. Yep. So, but I think it's worth it. I mean, it's fulfilling, you know, if, if you find the thing that you love. Yeah. Otherwise you're just, yeah. Spinning your wheels. Exactly. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. Um, sponsors. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, giantlifting.com. Use TCM 10 for 10% off everything at giant lifting. Um, they have, uh, they come out with more and more shit. They're coming out with a lot more specialty bars, all kinds of stuff. And just, I, I would highly recommend following them on Instagram and checking out their email list. Um, and I say that I, I never recommend people's email list, but I say that because they don't send emails. Like they don't send content. There's no spam, but they do a lot of sales. Like if it's a holiday, if it's anything, there's going to be a sale or something cool. And you can always use your coupon code on top of that. So I just highly recommend uh, giant lifting, go to their site, sign up for their newsletter, uh, follow them on Instagram. I think it's giant underscore lifting um, and use the coupon code TCM 10. And then of course, firstform.com slash tailored coaching method for all your supplement needs. I believe we're going to be heading down there this year. That's another trip we got to plan out because I'm supposed to go once a year, which I'm very excited about. Um, firstform.com is the shit when it comes to supplements. Go check them out. Firstform.com slash tailored coaching method. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your story and tag myself at Cody McBroom. I want to thank you for listening. I want to share it on my story. All right, guys, thank you for listening. We will catch you next time.